0: And now that you've captured their attention, you can guide them through that journey to get deeper into what it is that you do so that they can answer those questions or they can finally get to the point where they go, you know what, this is a service that I need and these are obviously the people I should work with.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer, where I love sharing other freelancer stories. I love hearing about that moment where people became self-employed, became a freelancer business, how they did everything, their story of success, and I also love picking their brains. So we've been doing a whole summer series, and it's moving on to the fall because I've had a rough September with ACL surgery. We're just going to keep doing our freelancer stories. I do these stories over in my free Facebook group, and it is so fun to interview these freelancers live, pick their brain and learn from them. And then we repurpose them here on the show, which is really fitting because today we're talking with Mike Marino about repurposing video content. And that's essentially what I'm doing in my Facebook group. That content is too good to just leave there. That group is only 3,000 people. By the way, you can join. The link is in the show notes. But by putting it on a podcast platform, I'm able to reach more people and serve more people. Plus, it's a listening platform that can just have a bigger reach. Some people don't want to sit down and just watch a whole video, right? A Facebook Live. I actually don't have a lot of time to do that myself. So I can't expect my listeners who are busy moms and freelancers to do the same. So Mike Moreno is the king of repurposing video. He actually comes from LA in the Hollywood entertainment world. And you can just hear that in his voice. He is so good. I really want you to learn from him because content marketing is a giant hamster wheel for our clients for our online business owners our membership site owners our bloggers our content marketers out there they all need help showing up consistently on social media in blogs and their facebook groups all of the places and now we add in a couple reels in there and TikTok, and pinterest So there's a lot of opportunity to take one signature piece of content and put it on different platforms. And the business owner doesn't need to do this. This is a prime opportunity for you with your smart brain, your knowledge of digital marketing to make each piece of content fit on that platform to really stretch it out and reach as many people as possible. Mike's going to walk through how to do this. This is such a good episode. You're going to learn so much. And I encourage you to sign up for his free five-day email course, how to take one video and create 30 days worth of content, my friend. That's like super good. And before we get started, I wanna encourage you to sign up for my masterclass, How to Work Online, where we will talk more about the five in-demand online roles behind the scenes helping business owners. And guess what's on there? The person who helps with content. I'll tell you more about that in the masterclass. You can sign up with the link in the show notes. All right, so without any further ado, let's jump into this interview. I cannot wait for you to meet Mike. Hey, everyone. We are live. I've got Mike Moreno here to talk about video repurposing. I am so thrilled to have you here. Tell everyone hello, where you're from and what you do.
0: Yeah. Hi, everyone. Emily, thank you so much for having me. Uh, It's great to be here. It's great to talk to everybody. Yeah. So long story short, Los Angeles, born and raised, currently living in New York with my family. My sort of journey coming up to this uh, entrepreneurial moment for myself and my family is, uh, you know, I come from an entertainment background, being born and raised in Los Angeles, the entertainment industry capital of the world, really. My dad actually worked in the entertainment industry in post-production sound for my entire life. He worked for uh, a number of companies, but both Fox and Disney, back when they were two separate companies, if anybody remembers that. Uh, (laughs) So I've sort of grown up in and around the entertainment industry extensively. I' got a long list of uh, very famous people who I went to school with or, or grew up around or got kicked out of their house or XYZ. So that's always fun. So that took me to you know stepping into the entertainment industry as uh, an actor and then as a producer and as a creator, which brought me to New York. and then at one point, about 2015, really, 2015, 2016, I realized that the creative skills that I had were really in demand as a storyteller, as, a, uh, as someone who could actually take someone's message and turn it into something compelling and interesting to watch and actually make sense for them and, and draw people in. That was actually a skill that was incredibly in demand at that time, and we've seen it grown to such greater heights since. So I decided to take the folks who were around me who could do uh, video and post-production and uh, certainly create scripts, things like that, and actually start helping business owners get their message out there, mainly through Facebook. And so we started much more media, really started in Facebook commercials, as I like to call them at that time. And now we just sort of refer to it as social media advertising. But video was our main focus there. And so that's something that I was already familiar with as a creator, as a producer, uh, as someone who had done filmmaking and web series myself. And so I put all those folks together. That's what we were doing. And then very quickly, we realized that for the most part, business owners thought that it was useful to have one killer commercial or whatever. Right. They would devote all their time, energy and resources into having one thing and they would shine it up real nice and have it really, you know, really focused. And that's their like 15 second commercial. And they're just going to use that everywhere until Till the day they die, really. And uh, I realized that, you know, with all this time, energy and resources that you're putting into this one thing, you could actually use all of our you know, creative skills here. Everyone's here in the same place at the same time. Let's shoot three things at the same time. Let's shoot six things at the let's turn that thing into multiple things, because if the message works, then we've got many different channels that we actually have. Access to, and we can still deliver this wonderful video, which we've done for you know many years. We deliver this wonderful video for you, but you can still get the message out there to folks who maybe don't get a chance to see that. And that's where we really started expanding the concept of repurposing and and telling the story across all these wonderful mediums that we have now. And ways to reach people. And that's what led us to this point now where we're absolutely focused on content repurposing, maximizing your message, right? And all the resources that go into that. And so now we do consulting and we have multiple offers open to people where they can actually learn how to do that for their business.
1: What a story to go from, you know, Hollywood <laughs> to this online world where we all know so well over here, which is all about repurposing and like being in that hamster wheel of like creating content. So like, this is like very much a pain point with a lot of people in my world. And I'm so glad to meet you because I come across business owners who are like, I need somebody who can help with the scripts. And I just don't see enough people who can take up this part of the work that's needed because Mm -hmm. I think people get involved like they hire the social media strategist, but they still are lacking this component and there's not enough people to do the work. So this is kind of like so cool to get to talk to you about all of it. So thank you for your time today.
0: Of course. Um, Thank you.
1: Yeah. So you and I have been chatting for a couple months and like planning this for a couple months. And like, you really had me when you were talking about ways to repurpose video and just like be smarter about it. And I just thought like, yes, because I know as a business owner, I don't want to constantly be sitting down camera ready, like get the kids quiet and like be creating videos. Like every day I need to like sit down get it all done and have like that effort, like maximize And hand it off to the team. So I'm looking forward to your talk today. And you're sharing, um, what were we calling this talk? Like three ways? Tell me. The
0: the way I like to think about it is three ways to unlock the media empire already alive inside your business, right? That's really what we focus on. It's kind of a tagline we use at Much More Media. And I think it's possible now more than it's ever been in in history, which is that we all have access to these wonderful devices. And this is a newspaper, radio station, and TV station in the palm of your hand. And my big focus with creative folks that I talk to, and then the business folks that I talk to, is to help them turn from consumers of that content into creators, flip that phone around and actually turn it into something that's useful for your business.
1: Yeah. Video always seems like the next level. Like I see people showing up with the lives. Like we all know that that's important, but then getting to that next level can be so hard. Like, why is that?
0: It's interesting, right? I mean, I think we we have a better understanding technology-wise, and these things are a little bit more seamless, and the platforms that are out there are a bit more seamless of how a video works, right? Of course, now we've, we're we in a position where we've done so many video calls over Zoom and similar platforms that we just have a better understanding of what it means to turn a camera on it and just start speaking, And that is incredibly advantageous. So if you can do that, if you can remove the excuses or whatever things that are holding you back just to get to that point, then you're already doing yourself a major service. You're really gonna help amplify your message. But then going beyond that, there's a number of things that you can actually do to help support that, right? To sustain that message. And and we actually have something which we'll talk about here maybe near the end. We're really focused on helping folks get their head around turning one video into a month of content, right? That's one of the things that we offer right in the beginning when folks start getting introduced to us because it's something that is incredibly powerful and so useful for you. If you could speak to a camera for 10 minutes, 15 minutes maybe, and turn that into a month of content for yourself, Just like you said, the idea of trying to create something every single day goes out the window. You don't need to do that anymore. You did it once and it's done. And now imagine if you did that once a week. Now you've just got massive amounts of content going out there that are meaningful, that are valuable, they're impactful, and they can reach folks where they are. That's the other important thing. If you have an opportunity to sit down for 30 seconds, a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes to put your content you know, into video to put your message into video, someone may not have that amount of time to invest in that, right? You might not be reaching them at the right time. And that's where all these social media platforms become really interesting. You need to start to strategize what that looks like because allowing somebody to hear your message is very important for you, but it's gotta be in a way that works best for them, right? Meet them where they are. And you can do that when you start thinking, through this sort of strategy way of, okay, great. How do I repurpose this in the best way possible for the people that I'm trying to communicate to?
1: I love this so much. So what I teach the Unicorn VAs in my course that a lot of business owners are, we're all taught to put out like that signature piece of content every week. And then like create our social media from that, create our email marketing. Like people might put blog first or podcast first. sure. But then from that signature piece is like, you create like a week, but you're teaching... 30 days from like one signature piece, which is just like blowing my mind. Like, how do you do that?
0: Yeah, you know, we can certainly dive into it. And I think for anybody who's interested, they can go to muchmoremedia slash turn one video, and you will see exactly how you do it exactly yeah. how we've been doing it for ages, exactly how we help other folks do it as well. It really the concept is if you understand, you know, I, I, Folks always ask, well, where do I get like this messaging, right? Like, what can I talk about? I have maybe one or two ideas of the things that I always talk about in my business, but I can't talk about that forever. Yes. Like, what are the things that I can talk about? And I said, well, one of the great places to go, first of all, is ask your audience. But I guarantee you, if you sat here and thought for you know five seconds about your business, if you've been doing it for any length of time, I guarantee you there's probably 10, maybe 15 frequently asked questions that your audience has about what it is that you do, right? The value you provide, the service that you provide, who's behind it, where it comes from, right? I guarantee you there's 10 or 15 FAQs that you've got. So one of those FAQs, You could probably, if you were sitting at a bar or somebody asked you that question, no doubt, probably talk about eight, 10 minutes about that question, right? Give the details there, go deeper into it, give some insight, give some background, give some context. You can answer that question in a really solid way because this is your wheelhouse. It's your area of expertise. That question is on the minds of many people who need your services, right? Many people who are interested in what it is that you do, who don't even know that they can ask that question yet, right? Or who are maybe looking at a different question along the similar lines, but that question will come up if you create content around it in the places that they're looking, YouTube, Google, blog posts, podcasts, etc. They'll find it because you've created content that makes sense there. So now you've got that one FAQ question out of a number, right? A dozen easily that you could come up with. Once you have that, that's a really solid meaty piece of content. It's not something that is, topical right that's no longer going to be interesting or valuable three weeks from now it's something that makes sense for your business it's going to be true today it's going to be true two years from now right because it's core and fundamental to your business and it's something that you can deliver a lot of information about in a really condensed way now if you do that you've got a massive load of information that then you can extrapolate from so that as we were talking about earlier you can deliver that insight, maybe clips of it, right? Maybe even quotes, simple quotes, like we see that do so well on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere else, yeah. that just click with somebody. They go, oh, that's interesting. And now all you've done is grab their attention. And this is very important because attention, as Gary Vee and others say, mm-hmm. is the currency of the internet these days, which is absolutely right. true. So if you want to grab someone's attention who might be interested in what it is that you're doing, They may not have 15 minutes, like we said before, to watch your full video or or listen to your podcast. But if you get two seconds of their attention with a quote that means something to them, that answers a question or that gives them some good insight, they go, oh, okay, this is something I should pay attention to. This is someone's account I will follow. Then they'll see the next thing, which is maybe your 30 second video. Then they'll be like, great. And you can even guide them on. Hey, read the full blog post here. Hey, watch the full video here listen to the whole episode of the podcast here. And now that you've captured their attention, you can guide them through that journey to get deeper into what it is that you do so that they can answer those questions or they can finally get to the point where they go, you know what, this is a service that I need. And these are obviously the people I should work with.
1: Oh, that is key. That is key. That's the biggest mistake I see with like reels, not driving it to that next thing. It's not just Mm. like a one and done piece of content, there's like a deeper strategy to this. And for some reason, this applies to both worlds, but a lot of us are helping our clients and we're trying to extract that from them. And it's so much easier to like look at their business and like come up with the FAQs, but then we have to do that for ourselves as freelancers. So that's really some like deep work to think about what you were talking about with those FAQs and like, what does that process look like? And what is the behind the scenes? What is it like working with you? What are your values? Like all of that can steer a video for your own business. So I just don't want anyone here watching to just apply it to their clients. Like I know 100%. you're helping them with clients, but think about you and how you can take what Mike's saying for your own business because this is important for building trust, getting people to buy from you eventually. So so good. I love it so far. So what do you want to teach us about building a media empire?
0: Yeah, really. So, you know, some of these we'll have spoken about just a moment ago, but I think that there's really three concepts that we can wrap our brains around here as we talk about unlocking the media empire that's already alive inside your business. Right. And one is that you don't have to create content. You have to share content. And we'll talk about what that means. The other is that consistency really does win the day. And that's where this repurposing model that we teach and many others out there you know, certainly advocate for really becomes an asset to your business and your messaging and finding your audience and building this group of fans, followers, customers, and cheerleaders, right? And then that repurposing really is that secret and how you actually do that, right? How you can dive into that. And of course we can talk about some of those details. So right at the top, let's talk about what it means to actually share content rather than feeling like you need to create content, right? Emily, you mentioned right in the beginning, the idea of like, oh, you know, today's another day, it's Tuesday. I need to come up with some sort of thing to share, right? Oh, it's Wednesday, it's Thursday. It's like now you're just on this wheel, hamster wheels. You described it of like, I'm always trying to play catch up, right? I'm always trying to think of something, create something. And that does take time, energy and resources to do. Because as you say, many people focus on it being meaningful for their business. Well, the business is your content. I encourage people to think about this all the time. Oftentimes clients will, if we're in a consulting call or whatever, be like, yeah, but I now have to take time out of my business to create content. No, you don't. The business that you're doing is your content, right? I encourage folks to think about it this way. We have a sort of turn of phrase that we use, which is product process and personality. Within your everyday business... These are all parts of your business that you can share. The product is your product or service, right? What is it that you actually do? In fact, us being on a call, you know, maybe before we end today, I'll take a quick picture of this. Hey, having a chat with Emily over here in the group, so excited about it. You can hear about it later on the podcast when that becomes available or something. I'm already doing this, right? This is part of my business daily life. I can share that. That becomes a piece of content and there's no reason why I can't attach some sort of message to that that matters to my audience or matters to my bottom line. Maybe check out more about what we talked about here or drive their interest and attention towards something else. But if you've got a product or service, you doing that product or service throughout the day is something that you can share, right? Or your uh, process, right? What is the behind the scenes of this? In this case, me taking a photo of us doing this is kind of the process, right? This is a behind the scenes glimpse of the thing. Of course, you can watch the content later, but this is a behind the scenes part of that process. How is it made? How is the service done? How do you do the booking for it? What is the follow up? Right. You can talk about those things. You can just write about it. You can make a video about it. Right. You can share a picture about it. There are many different ways to explore that part of your business, the process side, the behind the scenes, the actual you know, in the mix of how things get done. I think that people are really interested in that. And there's something unique in that conversation, which is the trust building factor. They really do get to see how the sausage is made. And and (laughs) if you're willing to share that, not only share the good side of that, but also the times when you're like, hey, we tried something and it didn't work. We attempted, you know, I've worked with folks in the past um, who are in the food equipment service and repair industry, right? We tried to install a fridge. It was too big. Right. We it's, came in on a service call and we're, we're working on something we expected to be here two hours. It's a six hour call now because we found these other problems. Right. We're going to give the client a bit of a discount here. Or we're going to come to some sort of understanding. But like this is a difficulty in our business. We're sharing that with you so that you understand how our business really works. And that really does build some trust between you and anybody else who's looking to potentially work with you in the future. And then that leads us to the people. Right. Every business that you are working with and your business is no exception is really built on people. And I think there's a wonderful opportunity when I say personality to share the people in this case. You know, you're talking to me and I'm the people <laughs> behind this business, me and my wife. But in this case, in this context, I'm the personality that you get to talk to and people get to sort of know and like you and they get to hear how you communicate about things and listen to it, and maybe hear your background. And now they can start to relate to you. And they can relate to the other people that work in your business. If you've got a staff or another team, you can introduce those people. Maybe they're really good at speaking about certain things. Maybe it's customer service. Maybe it's life before you know the transition that this business or service offers. right? Maybe they're really good at they have a great story there. I mean, there's no reason why you can't share any or all of that. And then, of course... You've got customers, you've got folks who have worked with you in the past, you've got that whole world of testimonials and reviews that you actually get to share as well. But the most important part about that is the personality side, right? Is the person yeah. who's actually doing that communication because that opens up the opportunity for a prospective client, a prospective customer to see themselves in yes. that personality, right? To connect with that personality, to go, I like this person, or I see th- myself and this person, or this person gets me, or it seems like I am part of this community, right? That's very important because now they understand that there is space for them to come in, right? Yeah. And you have their attention, you have, you've built their uh, know, like, and trust through that. So I think that those yeah. are three great things, product, process, and personality to use to find the content in your everyday business life.
1: I like that. I, you know, love all the marketing and techie stuff. So it's really easy for me to share content about process, right? I love to Mm -hmm. give tips. I used to work for a big wig on her podcast, and I was her podcast manager. And one of her top episodes was me telling her, You gotta do this, you gotta do this. And that was like unveiling the curtain of her team and getting her team to talk, even though they weren't hungry for the limelight. It made her more human, right? It gave insight to how things are actually done. And there's a lot of trust building that happens that way. That was her most popular downloaded episode, is when she kind of went off script occasionally with those things instead of like her normal, you know, like preachy podcast. Right. So I liked that a lot. And I think what you were saying at the end, you're talking about like testimonials. Was that like a fancy way of explaining like the power of testimonials when you're talking about the clients, like getting them to speak?
0: Or is this Absolutely. I mean, okay. if you can get testimonials, you, sharing those are just really going to help, you know, because you, you only have so many personality aspects that might connect with somebody, right? But your audience, once you start sharing who that audience is, your customer base, the folks who have already worked with you, who know, like, and trust you, and then share that experience, there's something in there that is going to connect with somebody in a way that you just could not have manufactured or could not have grown or or done yourself organically just through the nature of who you are. And that is okay. There's space for you and your team, whoever else is involved in this business, but there's also space for your customers as well.
1: I like that. I'm thinking of a couple of my best students that I've gotten on to come talk. And quite a few of them have been teachers, which I don't come from the teacher world, but they're Mm. finding a lot of success in the freelance world. They're looking for like a side hustle, a summer job, maybe to even to transition out of teaching, especially with like COVID issues. But that's something that they can say better in their own voice. And I love to interview those students who are different than me i feel like i can speak to the like the mom and the military spouse but like i need that balance and that different perspective because everybody sees themselves in not everybody but you know what i'm trying to say like they can see themselves in those stories if you give them some possibilities 100 percent. do you have any tips and it's a little off topic for like gathering those testimonials or like getting people to do video with you for that because that can be hard
0: yeah i mean anything you can do to reduce the friction right however you can do it to make it as easy and as seamless as possible i always like to give people context first of all so if you can give them something maybe for free or access to maybe some extra part of the course or or some sort of benefit right if there's an incentive to doing it that always seems to you know work nicely and if you can find what that best incentive is for them and you can make it happen, then now you have an end. But I also like to give people context, right? If I tell them like, let's say we're doing it through video or something, this is going to be something that I'm going to use 15 seconds of this, right? 10 seconds of this, why? Because hearing it from you is going to help someone else who's in a similar position, right? Who has similar concerns, who has similar challenges or fears, or is looking for a similar outcome. It's going to help them actually realize that they can do it right. So yes. I like to empower that person with the ability to change someone else's life, because that's really what I'm just sharing it, honestly. Yeah, right? they're the one who actually has that power by speaking it into existence, by speaking their experience You know, again, coming from a storytelling entertainment background, there's there's a reason why we're still doing all this. Right. Why we still do theater and movies and all this and tell stories in these ways, because it matters, because it means something. It moves people to action to some different place in their life. And when you give someone that ability to do that and remind them that that is why they're doing it, I find that that can be really useful. So. And I tell them, you know, you can just set up your phone really quick, like just saying it straight to the phone, just like you would on a video call or something is totally fine. I think another thing, if I may give you one more piece of advice that is very helpful is to script it in some way. You mentioned scripting earlier, giving somebody some guidance of what to talk about and like the bullet points to cover, whatever really does help. It's maybe a little bit more work on on your right from you. But if it becomes a very valuable testimonial for you that you're using two years from now because it still makes sense and it still drives traffic and it still uh, wins people over, then the 15 minutes that you spent setting it up is gonna be well worth it, right? So if you give them an idea of like, hey, if you could talk about Maybe you came from this place. Right. You came from this experience. This was your challenge. And then you found my course or you took these actions or you did this thing. And now, you know, this is your outcome. This would be a great one, two, three that I would love for you to share in the video. That's it. Now they know exactly what to say. That's where people a lot of people get off track is they don't know what to say. Right. Uh, if you just say, hey, can I get a video testimonial from you? Well, now, what do I say? But if you tell them exactly what to say, they'll say it. It's not yeah. untrue. It's their experience, but you've given them some guidance.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm just one of those maybe slower processors. And I I want to include a story too. So uh, like, I'm going to be on a podcast on Friday and She gave me some prep questions and it is more of a like transformation podcast. So I really appreciate just like having some time to think about it. Not Mm. saying I'm going in with like this perfect script, but just a little bit of that prep can help and calm the fear and knowing I will edit you into smart sound bites, and you will look good. (laughs) Like have no fear.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Because now you've given them all, all the power that they need to feel confident in doing it. And you've given them context of how it's going to be used. So yeah. There's no unanswered questions there.
1: Yeah, I think that context is key because like you said, that is very empowering to know. That's going to help you
0: get it faster too. That's the other thing.
1: Oh, good point. Good point. So what else do you have when it comes to using video in our business?
0: You bet. Well, so, you know, jumping on to sort of point two here, revolves around some of these friction points, right? I say, you know, consistency wins the day so that what you need to do is remove these excuses or challenges or hurdles to you being able to be consistent, right? There are many platforms. Maybe you've got folks that are working with you. Maybe you have VAs or something like that who are savvy and things that you're not. I always say, you know, do what you do best and outsource the rest if you can. And they can be Folks who are doing the social media scheduling for you, maybe doing some of the repurposing, taking something and turning it into context that works in email or a post or however else you you might share it. But that consistency is really important, which means that on the creation side, that consistency is important as well. So if you are sitting back going, well, I don't want to do this until... Fill in the blank until I have a great lighting and video setup until I know what I'm going to say or have all my questions answered or until I sound better on camera or something or until I get my hair done or until I handle my kids or until I'm in my space right where I can do it or until I get a better. Guilty,
1: guilty, guilty. Yeah, I
0: get it. I get it. I get it. And it's these excuses that we put in the way of our forward progress. And I just think that if you can do everything you can to remove those excuses, first of all, you'll find that they are not as true as you believe them to be. They are unnecessary. And that you as a business owner, you as somebody who's in control, you as an authority in your space, you as someone who has value to provide to your customers and your audience, all of that is still true whether you've got a Zoom top on the top and sweatpants on the bottom, all of that is still true, right? Yeah. Whether you're in your car, whether you're you know picking your kids up from soccer practice or whatever, all of that is still true. You are still doing what you do and you provide value and bring impact to the world. That is all still true. So if you can just then remove those excuses, you now have given yourself the ability and you will find once you have that mindset that there is content all around you all the time, you won't be able to stop yourself from sharing and talking about ways that you can make other people's lives better through what it is that you're best at. So that I think is very important because there are many hurdles and we might find new ways, right? We might find new excuses, but if you keep that mindset, then it's going to really allow you to see them for what they are and then go, okay, now what do I do to get past that and share this next thing, right? Get my message out there.
1: Yeah, that is so good. I see a lot of clients like push back, and my favorite clients are the ones who end up showing up. They just show up and they commit to getting better because I know on the back end how that consistency matters. And I want to work with clients who are consistent as well. So I know it's super important with my own business. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why I like showing up weekly with a podcast showing up weekly with a Facebook live. But I see this pushback so much with clients. Like they know they need to do it, but they have a zillion excuses. And I know I have them too, but (laughs) it's just like, got to push through it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and that kind of brings us to, you know, the third point, which is really that repurposing is the secret of how you see other folks be as consistent as they are. Right. So If you decided that, okay, I want to be consistent with either a certain medium, whether it's podcasting or videos or whatever, and there's certainly a lot of value in that, or maybe you want to be on Clubhouse, you know, a certain number of times a week or whatever it is that you want to do and build an audience there. However, you're being consistent about your message, you might find that batching your creation Mm -hmm might get you really far. And that's a secret to repurposing, right? So like, what is it that you do is that you do one thing, or you do a a bunch of things in one moment in time, because time is the thing that you can't get back. And that's usually where most people stop themselves, because they find a way that time is their hurdle, right to actually creating this content and sharing their message. So if you can do it, in a batch, maybe that's what works for you. So maybe like every Monday is a day in which you create the content. And then you worry about how you curate it and manufacture it and repurpose it later on. But that's your creation day, right? And maybe it's a different day or maybe you find a different way to do it. But that could be something that's incredibly valuable for you. So you go, okay, I'm devoting three hours, four hours to just making something. Now I've got plenty of content for a very long time and I only have to set aside maybe one Monday a month that I do that type of thing because that's what allows me to get ahead and stay ahead, right? And be consistent. Or maybe it's something like what we suggest or what we, you know, certainly introduce people to is the idea of turning one video into a month of content, right? So now you have this you do one video, but then that's your time-batched situation. You had one conversation around a very focused topic that you have a deep knowledge of. Well, now that thing can become multiple pieces of content throughout all the different channels. And that allows you to, again, be consistent. Because if you've got one piece of content going out every single day for a month, that's Mm -hmm. really, really powerful. You're in front of your audience, resonating a message that you know works, right? That you know that they're interested in, that you know that they're asking about, that you know that they want further information on. And you've given them a spectrum Mm -hmm. in which to engage with you, your business, your services, your brand, about how to handle that for themselves, how to get more information there, whether they only have five seconds or they got five minutes or they wanna see it for five days, you've got all things covered. And that becomes extraordinarily powerful for you because then if you start this process, you'll find that there is space within your business day, right? Within your business week, within your business month, within your schedule to actually think ahead and get ahead when it comes to getting your message out there, right? There is space. You'll find that once you do this for even a little bit of time that, oh, three hours can get me really far if it's focused hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, one day of focus on this thing can get me extraordinarily far in terms of reaching people with this message. If I just spend that time focusing it, because now you know how it all works.
1: Yeah. And I just hate that feeling of it hanging over my head. Like I've been in the period of podcast production where I'm doing them every week. Mm -hmm. I've done that, but hands down prefer to batch prefer to sit down and do at least four episodes at once. And then that's off my plate off to my team to take care of. But like, I just realized this week I'm like, crap, I'm caught up. I got to like sit down and do this again. luckily my kids just started hybrid school. So I know Friday on my calendar, I've blocked off a couple hours to batch record podcast episodes, intros and outros and just like get her done because that is painful to me. And I like get sucked into those small tasks of I need to do this. I need to do that. And instead of like being able to step out and work on the big things and like move my business forward. And it's just batching has been such an aha moment with me as a business owner as a freelancer, I'm always asking my clients to do that. Like I want the work up front as soon as possible. I want plenty of time to work on it. I want to be able to plan it out and like do the keyword research and have it like stew in my brain and like really be able to milk it. But I have, I've worked for so many clients, Mike, who are like last minute and it's so hard on the team. So hard when that's happening and do it well. So I'm trying to be better for my own team, (laughs) trying.
0: Hey, I get it. And when you think about it, it goes right back to point number one. when We were talking about, you know, product process, personality being surrounded by content in your everyday work environment. When you realize the power of essentially repurposing your time, knowing that, oh, I'm about to go on this meeting. I'm going to take a quick picture of that. Even if I don't post it right now or deal with it right now, I've captured the moment. I've yeah. captured the content. I've enabled myself to use what it is that I'm doing to help resonate my message later at some, at some point in time. But you've repurposed that time. You're working with a client, you're sitting down with somebody, you are engaged in your business in some fashion and you capture that in some way. Now you have the ability to then share that later and help your message reach more people and certainly resonate. And again, you've repurposed that time. So you've done two things at once. You've helped your marketing and you've helped your business. And it took literally a fraction of a second, but it does take that little mind switch to go, oh yeah, this is something I, I should share.
1: Yeah, even if it's later. Hey, let me just interrupt for a second and invite you to the how to work on the Lion Masterclass. I am teaching the five areas online business owners need to hire out right now. This is a free training. Just pick your day and time and attend and watch it when you get a chance. It's about an hour long. We're going to cover online business industry lingo, buzzwords, and the the behind-the-scenes job positions you could be doing. We're also covering what you need to know to get hired online and stand out above the competition. Head over to emilyreaganpr.com. is in the show notes to sign up right now and get your learning on, and you're going to gain clarity and have your eyes open to the remote work possibilities. I'll see you there. Once again, emilyreaganpr.com slash masterclass. All right, back to the show. So how do we deal with all of the different social media platforms having different sizes, different time limits. Like I have clients who are on Pinterest and Instagram and YouTube and LinkedIn, and they all have like different requirements and it's so hard to keep track of.
0: Yeah. I I hear you. Maybe one day there will be some sort of universal format, but you know, I don't necessarily think that that is important because they're there for a reason, right? And the most important thing is to understand where is your audience, right? That's the first question you have to ask before you dive into any sort of amplifying your message you got to know where is it going to be amplified, right? What are yeah. the megaphones that you're going to use? And once you understand that, then that can go into how you create this content. You have a better understanding of how, why, and how people are going to consume it. And I think for a while there was an idea of like be everywhere. And and I certainly helped people find that process um, that allowed them to be everywhere all the time. I think you certainly want to be everywhere where your audience is. That's the most important thing, which doesn't necessarily mean you need to be on everything single social media platform that's out there, right? (laughs) You don't necessarily need to be creating content in every context, right? That's available to you. Do it in the most powerful way for you and for the audience that you're actually trying to build the customer base that you're actually trying to serve that might turn out to be okay there's a section of my audience that really enjoys written detail right the written content in that context and they can get a glimpse of it in email and then we basically repurpose that content as a blog post on our blog so that it can be found organically and then the same content is maybe shared on linkedin right yeah. as a post that you can actually have as a written piece of content on LinkedIn. So now there's two places plus the email where people realize that they have access to the written stuff if that's how they choose to consume it. And that's it. But you've really only created one blog post, right? And it's just shared in these three different platforms. And it Mm -hmm. allows people to find it in different ways. Obviously, SEO with Google is very powerful and blogs do a lot of that heavy lifting. And then maybe that came from a script of a video that you already did. And you decide, okay, so I would like people to have this long-form conversation, hearing me talk about it, or maybe you're interviewing somebody and it becomes a podcast as well, having that contextual conversation of hearing our voices, hearing someone else give their feedback and insight or ask a question. I would like people to engage with that full thing, so I'm going to share it on whatever platform they engage most with. Maybe you've got a really strong Facebook audience and that's where you share it, maybe you've got a a YouTube audience that is useful to you, or it's a useful place where you can share that information. And you put it up there so that people have access to the full conversation. And of course, the podcast, if people want to engage with it that way, right? And then you've got the clips. And that's what really works for the social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, even Facebook as well, and even on LinkedIn as well. If you decide, okay, well, Let me contextualize this conversation for people who are not on platforms that encourage long form attention. A blog encourages long form attention. Yeah, maybe six, seven minutes of your time reading it. A YouTube video. I mean, heck, it could encourage 30 minutes of your time, depending on the context. It encourages long form attention to ask for someone's long form attention on Facebook, on Instagram, especially on Twitter, good Lord, and on LinkedIn also, let's not forget, you're probably not going to get it. So it would behoove you then to understand if I have an audience on any of these platforms, I need to deliver some value. I need to get their attention with something that makes sense to them in the context that works for them, which is why Using those clips and shortening your message or giving them those sound bites, giving them that in, right, is so valuable on those platforms. And then if they choose, and they may never choose, which is fine, if they choose to go and seek out a deeper long form attention span with this particular conversation, there's multiple options to do so, but maybe and you've seen this with many other folks, they might become customers just because of the consistency of the short form stuff where they just hear your message so much Mm, that they get all the pieces. And that is a-okay and that is a hundred percent doable.
1: You kind of answered my question already, but I kind of want to get you to say it maybe like in a nice little soundbite that I can use on other platforms. But how do you stand out in that little clip? Like how do you decide what to pull out for that little clip?
0: That's a great question. So what you will find, and this is what we encourage, you have to test it, right? That's how you'll understand. Once you start thinking about content in a repurposing way, which we really encourage, when we talk about turning one video into a month of content, you will see how your content breaks down, especially if you have planned it ahead of time. Once you think about it that way, then you understand I can pull 10 things out of this video, let's say. Three or four of those things are quotes that I use on Instagram almost exclusively. Maybe there's a 10 second video that I also use. If you continue doing that, you will see what works best, right? You will see what leads to action, what leads to maybe sharing your message, what leads to conversation about your message, where your audience is actually engaging. Then you know, in the future, I don't need to talk about X, Y, Z anymore, but I definitely need to double down on this. And especially for this platform, because this platform loves this conversation in this way. When you know that, you are far more effective now at communicating to your audience, regardless of where they are, because you understand how they consume your message.
1: Is there a certain way you track that personally? I would love any insight. Do Google Well,
0: insights or... is how you do it. Like okay. <laughs> insights, <Okay. laughs> the thing that you can click into. And we absolutely encourage... Folks, we have a more long term program. It's 90 days, and you get to work with us and you get to see how we break this down across your entire business spectrum, right? And it's all about getting 100,000 eyeballs on your business brand or service in 90 days. It's called 100K Accelerator. And one of the very important steps that we do in that program with business owners is going into your insights. If you don't know that data, you can't make any adjustments later on. You aren't learning, you aren't growing. You're just gonna keep spitting out, doing this repurposing thing that (laughs) Mike and other folks said to do, but not understanding what is working best and what is maybe a waste of your time, honestly. And that's very important for a business to know. You only have so much time, energy and resources to devote. You need to use it efficiently and effectively over the long term because the content game is a long term game. But you have to devote those resources to something that works best. And so you have to look at your insights. You go to Instagram, you look at your insights over the past week, then over the past 28 days, right? And yeah. log it and see what's working best. It will show you which posts are getting certain actions are being taken on certain posts, what engagement is happening, whether stories are working for you, whether they're not. You can do the same thing on your Facebook platform. I know that Twitter has a certain amount of insights that you can get as well. You can also, of course, maybe people are more familiar with this, seeing what happens on your website with Google Analytics, seeing what happens in your email, right? With the email opens and what gets clicks and what doesn't, right? All of those insights are very, very helpful for you. And especially when it comes to content, you're going to understand, okay, this content is resonating the way that I say this and how I'm sharing it is working better than the same thing for a different message. And so now I know where to devote my time, energy and resources in the future.
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's very important to pay attention and see what's sticking and what's not and I could always do a better job. I'm good at looking at YouTube stats. I have later for Instagram and their stats are so much better, you know, like Instagram stats disappear after a while. So you have to do this conscious effort. I'm confused about like when they release, because it's almost like this weird two week window. And I just like later better for those stats. I definitely do not do any tracking with Facebook, which I know I should, Mm -hmm. but honestly trying to step up in a better way there just by even sharing this video. My Facebook page is a little bit dead, but YouTube does amazing because it gives you that insight how long people are watching and you can see like searches and I just love the stats there. And I'm hoping to step up in a bigger way with that. Of course, I have a lot of the video excuses we were talking about, but I know that for me, these talking head videos no offense to you and me, but like, I tend to scroll past them. I'm like, Oh, it's another talking head. So I'm trying to think, how can I do video, not in my little dressing room area, but like do it in a better way. And so that's, what's been holding me back a little bit. I'm finding like with some clients that kind of authentic, like selfie style video kind of gets to your attention because it seems very like off the cuff, like, Ooh, she's about to share something with me. It's not all super produced. And I'm not even doing that, Mike. I know I should. I tell all my clients to do it. We do Facebook ads like that, but yeah, I don't do it for myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I get it. And there are certainly things that I would love to be doing more of that I see work uh, great for other folks and that I just would love to you know, actually incorporate into my messaging and things like that. And and the great thing is that tastes are always changing and there's always that evolution. So it might seem like, oh, you know, I got to keep up with everything. Well, that's always been true for any sort of marketing <laughs> or messaging. If you are not keeping up or keeping abreast or keeping your ear to the ground, your business will die. Blockbuster is a very good example of that, right? And there are many more, but your business will because you're, you're trying to stay in front of folks. And again, attention is the key, right? So how are you capturing that? You know, I think in regards to the talking head situation, I hear you. If there's valuable conversations happening out of this then it's certainly worthwhile doing because then you get the content and then how you deliver it is what you then decide on, right? If there's a way to deliver it better, maybe just pulling the audio and using something like Headliner or another platform that turns audio into a video, even just with like graphics, there's no actual video of somebody talking, maybe that ends up working really well. And now you can deliver the message that means something, but in a different way. So it captures people's attention, they're willing to watch it, or maybe just a photo of the person or yourself. And then the audio is rolling underneath that with subtitles so that they can read it if they choose to do it that way. A lot of different ways to do it, right?
1: I think that having text, having subtitles is what for me, I'm just sharing my experience. Like That will make me stop the scroll because I like to read it. And even if the sound's not on, I think a lot of times it's because the sound's not on. But like having a slightly produced in that fashion will actually catch my interest if it is a talking head.
0: Yeah, 100%. And the 100K Accelerator that we uh, take business owners through, we use a program called Descript. And it's oh, okay. really fantastic. And it's 100% worth the investment, which is small, into it. And you can take video in there. It'll just transcribe the whole thing through AI. You get subtitles out of it. I'm able to turn out a bunch of content, especially from interviews, using that program. And it becomes very, very useful for me.
1: Oh, having that transcription is so helpful to go back and be able to pull things out and probably like edit quicker, which... You don't really realize until you're doing the work, like how hard it can be to find. Like if you're just like sitting down with a piece of video and you have to edit it. So yeah, I started using Searchy recently for my course. So then I decided I'll start pulling transcriptions from that too, because you can upload so many a month just trying to like, Double dip into <laughs> the tech, but I'm going to have to look that up. That sounds really interesting if it can add the actual subtitles. So cool. Thanks for that tip. Now, something you and I were chatting about earlier is you were talking about square video being a key factor in repurposing. Is that still true?
0: I certainly believe so. I mean, mobile devices are how people consume content, end of story, period. It just is. A lot of people certainly are still on desktop, but mobile is how they do it. You can just reach more people and you will get their attention, which again is sort of the key focus point here that we've been touching back on. If you remember and if you format your content for mobile consumption, right? So what does that mean? So that means that even if you were to share something on Instagram, Facebook right now allows you through Creator Studio to share both to Facebook and Instagram if you have a business page on both of these platforms with one scheduling system, right? You just schedule it once and it's going to both. That's incredibly useful. But Facebook can show a landscaped video, but Instagram cannot. So you're going to run into this problem of, oh, well, I captured the video this way, but I can't share it on both of these because I got to do separate formatting XYZ. And again, now we just go back to the time excuse where I don't have the time to do that. So then it doesn't get done. If you just decide anything under, I would say, Certainly anything under a minute, make it a square. It will share across all of the platforms in a much more seamless way. If it's over a minute or if it's something that it you know can take, now Instagram as Instagram TV, right? Where they can go into a longer form content, then fine, maybe you can leave it in landscape and that allows you to share it to YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram as well because it will share as an Instagram TV piece of video content not a just square thing in the feed, but do remember you can turn this on or off, but you can tell it to share a preview of that video in the feed. It will crop it to a square though. So that's important to understand. Just have something, if you know that you're going to do that, something up front, right in the middle of the video that at least tells somebody what it's about. Hey, watch this, whatever it is. Got a question about this. Here's the answer or something. And then that graphic goes away. So that was there for two seconds or something. Now, at least somebody knows what they're watching. And Instagram will show them like, hey, you watch the rest of this in Instagram TV. And once they yeah. do, they can flip their phone and watch it normally.
1: Oh, I never thought about uploading it as landscape to IGTV. I always edit it portrait. So you, if you have smart. the time to
0: do that, you can feel free to do that. I certainly do that with <laughs> a number of the videos, especially if they are shorter videos but they're over the minute mark, they're automatically going to go to IGTV if they're over the minute mark. And if you had the time to format it so that people can watch it in that portrait mode so that they don't have to change their phone, right? They don't have to move it or whatever. They can just keep scrolling, clicking, watching next, okay? Uh, Then great, certainly feel free to do that. But I've seen many content creators, many people who have a message that they're putting out there just ask you to like turn the phone or whatever. Maybe they put a little graphic there a little text that says okay. like turn your phone over uh, so you can watch this full aspect people um, like
1: me we need to be reminded that we can turn the phone <laughs> that's so funny that would, yeah,
0: yeah that would be something that you would specifically do for instagram because you understand the context in which they're viewing it right yeah. again like in terms of production that does reduce the number of steps that you have to do in terms of cropping a video mm-hmm. or making square across all these different platforms
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't mind watching IGTVs that have some black bar, like a little bit, you know, that's okay. Like the square could work for that. Mm -hmm. But one place is not attractive right now is a Pinterest, Pinterest added video. And I've seen a lot of people doing that. I made the mistake of uploading one with it just in the testing phase. I'm like, that is ugly. Mm -hmm. And Pinterest is really a platform that's all about beautiful things, (laughs) beautiful pictures. So I have found that at least if I switch out that black background for something else, it will look better when I'm repurposing video. But yeah, I haven't quite figured out that one because I'm really like stuck on there. Like there's no turning on desktop for that, you know? So although some people are mobile, so that's just one of those cases. It's an extra step. And therefore, there's a lot of work out there for VAs Mm. (laughs) to take that on and like handle it. So
0: Yeah, you get your brand colors behind it and that's it, you know? Yeah, good,
1: like blur it out, you're good. So this has been really, really helpful. I'm wondering if you could share like one of the biggest video mistakes you're seeing right now.
0: Oh, that's a good question. I think probably one of the biggest mistakes is just not being focused on your message. (laughs) That's really one of the biggest mistakes. I mean, something I hate, you know, maybe we've all experienced this, when I go to YouTube looking for something, Right. I'm looking for an answer and YouTube is a great example. It really is a search engine for obvious reasons. Someone goes, how to X, Y, Z, or this, that, or the other thing, or we've all experienced this, maybe looking up a recipe, right? And we get to a blog and they give us their life story before we need to know how many cups of flour we're putting into our pancakes. Not only consistency, but a focus on your message. What is it that you're trying to do in this video, right? Understanding the context of where you are, where it's being seen and where it's being digested really does help you Get to the point really does help you get the attention that you need up front, offer whatever context that you need up front and then get into the meat of the matter. The more you do that, the more people will consistently come to you for those solutions, for those ideas, for that inspiration, whatever it is that you're offering, whatever your message and sort of main message is they will come to you because you're taking them there quicker, right? You're getting them there faster. They're getting the results that they're looking for in a much more immediate way. And in this day and age, that matters. It matters because there's plenty of stuff out there and they will go somewhere else. But if you can consistently deliver on that by giving them a focused place to invest their attention, I think you're just going to see better results.
1: Oh my gosh. So true. I have no patience on YouTube. If it, has this crazy like intro with like music and colors and logos I'm like gone so I need to know I teach this script in my crash course but I want like clients to get right into it tell me what they're about to answer and then tell me and I have seen a lot of us I'm guilty too we get lazy and we think we're repurposing because we're just uploading the live the Facebook live over to YouTube and that just doesn't work right? People don't want to hear the chitter chatter, the awkward moment of getting started and not knowing if you're live <laughs> or not on Facebook, you know? So you've got to, I think, have a better product on YouTube because like you said, you got to know the platform. you got to know who is the user and how are they using that platform. And they're not doing it to usually they are looking for quicker answers than that.
0: But the same goes for Instagram or even LinkedIn or again, somewhere where uh, you understand that someone's attention span is going to be shorter you can give the context in the text, right? You get both text and video for these platforms or image or whatever else you choose to share, but you can give the context in the text. The meat of the matter is in the content, right? You cut right to the chase and you start it right at the most important point, if that makes sense. You don't have to contextualize it ahead of time in a video or in some sort of way beforehand, just get them the point. And then in the text that accompanies every single post, then that is where you can do the setup, you can give the context or however else you need to frame it so that people understand what it is that they're listening to.
1: Okay, that's really good. What have you seen is working on LinkedIn? Any like tips for video on LinkedIn?
0: Yeah, again, I mean, you're solving people's problems. People overlook, there's a large community on LinkedIn, right? It's not just about finding jobs anymore. It's not just about moving up in the job that you have or in the corporate environment that you're in. There are entrepreneurs on there. There are creatives or artists on there. There are filmmakers. There are all sorts of folks who come from a wide variety of places. And this is another location where they can get information about the things that they're looking for. So if they're already on this platform, that platform is doing a really solid job of getting folks organic reach. And that's through the hashtags. That's through just the commenting and people's feeds and, and on their content and responding to the comments and stuff that happen on your content. So if you understand your section of your audience that is on there, right? Maybe they do consider themselves more professional. Maybe they come from a higher income bracket or have a higher caliber or in a higher position, right? So you know, the context of the problems and the challenges and the things that excite them at the level that they're at, if they're on that platform, which is maybe different than Instagram or your TikTok audience, right? To be fair, then you go, great. So what is it that I can deliver for them here? So here's a minute long video right? Yeah. Here is a three minute video, but the reason it goes into three minutes is because it is seriously in depth on this very specific thing, right? Or people have asked about this. So now I'm delivering, right? That kind of content works extremely well there. I've been sucked in by many pieces of content that do exactly that and followed many people because of that. So delivering on that platform in that way can really help.
1: I'm seeing more and more video over there. I'm not on LinkedIn consistently. So it was kind of interesting to start thinking about that and how I could use it better and how all the freelancers here watching this. So Mike has a wonderful little mini course. He's giving us like a coupon code for that. It's called Turn Turn One Video into a Month of Content. I think this is going to be like what every VA who's helping with social media, who's helping with that signature piece of content needs to learn. So tell everyone a little bit about this course. I know we talked about a little bit earlier, But I put the link here in the description. You guys can go check it out. It's only, what, $37?
0: Yeah, it's 37 bucks, and now you guys get half off on it. So
1: like no brainer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's become honestly it's a bit of a surprise, and we're really excited about it because it's become incredibly popular. And what's so unique is that it's become incredibly popular with a VA audience. We're running ads for it on Facebook and everything else. And so, but what we see is that the VA community is responding very heavily to it and absolutely loving it. And what we did was we again, you know, you talk about repurposing we pulled this content out of our 100K Accelerator. So anybody interested in that, you know, much more.media slash 100K, you can hear all about it. And that's where we were focused on getting people hundred thousand eyeballs on their business in 90 days. And part of that was around content repurposing, right? Turning a video into a month of content, a very popular section of that course. And so we decided let's give this to folks individually, right? Let's solve this need right now in one place, in one piece of content or rather in one course and one place where they can come and get it. And yeah, since doing that, it's become very popular. And again, VAs are just like super excited about it because it really does help them in their business and their Mm -hmm. messaging, but it helps them with their clients in such an extraordinary way.
1: Yeah. Anytime we can take a lot of like the, I hate to say it like this way, but that brain power out of it. So it's like repeatable and it keeps it easier. It gives us a clear system, like how to do it. Because most of the time we're turning back to our clients and I know they call us the VAs, but a lot of times we are that project manager for sure, assigning the client work so we can get our work done. And this is going to be key. So you can like visualize that and know exactly how to do it and like maximize that video. Because if that client is going to show up every day and give you fresh content, let's all be smart here. So I'm so excited about this. I will be buying it, Mike. I'm excited about this. And I think it's such like a a no-brainer. And thank you for the half-off discount. I can't thank you enough for like- Oh yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure.
0: I want to make sure people get their hands on it because we've just had such a great response to it.
1: Good, good. All right, you guys can connect with Mike over on Facebook. And yeah, check out, if you're listening to the podcast, check out the show notes and you can connect with Mike there and check out all his offers. And of course, watch his content marketing. (laughs) Watch him do the thing he's teaching us. So. Yeah,
0: we do lives every Friday over uh, at Much More Media's Facebook page. You can find Much More Media across social media at Much More Media. And of course, you can go to Media to find out about everything that we do as well.
1: All right. Thanks so much, Mike. This has been such a pleasure.
0: My pleasure, Emily. Thank you.
1: All right. Bye. All right, that's so good. I hope you will be smart and efficient when you're posting your content for your clients across various platforms, and I hope you don't shy away from video. Video is an opportunity to charge more. It's more technical. A lot of VAs don't even touch it, and this is where you can make yourself a unicorn. You can combine your special skill sets with a video, and you will be in demand, sought after. Business owners will be begging to hire you, right? And you don't even need to be like the sophisticated avid video editor or whatever. So don't let that intimidate you. I started off just by trimming videos in iMovie and that was a big help for my clients. Okay, so you got this. Next week we have a really good episode talking about confidence hacks, how to raise your prices, all of the stuff I know you need in your business. We all need this. It's a really good one. I will see you next week. ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become the unicorn. Check out VACrashCourse.com. I'm talk and, uh, and I never, I'm confused. I'll make sure I link. I think I linked you in here. I did in the event. I think I just sent it. All right. Thanks, Mike.